0: Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Lord. Jesus said to the eleven and those with him, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written, that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are my witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Happy Ascension Day, everyone. (laughs) Well, actually, it was on Thursday. It's always on a Thursday, 40 days after Easter. But today... We celebrate the Ascension of Jesus. Are you excited? Did you send out your family's Ascension greeting cards like we do at Christmas? Did you wear your Ascension bonnet and special clothes like we do at Easter? Or maybe you knew to wear white and gold, the liturgical colors of the day, like we do when we wear fiery colors at Pentecost. No? (laughs) Why not? This feast day is like all the others, yet most of us know very little about it and i'll admit i'm one of them but here we are celebrating and remembering jesus ascension to be with god the event is named in scriptures three times two of them were read today from luke and acts and the ascension is a core belief of christians that we confess in the creeds the apostles creed I believe in Jesus Christ, who was crucified, died, and was buried, and on the third day rose again, he ascended into heaven. And from the Nicene Creed, on the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God. Now we spend considerable amount of time thinking about Jesus' life and death and resurrection, but Jesus leaving the disciples and floating up into the air? That's even more difficult to comprehend than the resurrection, said one pastor at Tech Study this week. (laughs) Rachel Held Evans, a beloved theologian and blogger, wrote an open letter to Jesus a few years back. She said, Dear Jesus, what's with the floating thing? After all the eating and drinking and healing and laughing and crying, it just doesn't seem like your style, floating. I like you better with your feet on the ground. And I'll be honest, Jesus, Ascension Day brings up some abandonment issues for me. I wonder if the disciples felt abandoned too. Jesus was with them, healing and teaching and loving and then he's crucified and buried in a tomb. And then he's alive again, eating broiled fish and opening up the scriptures. And then gone again. Now if you Google images for ascension, you'll find lots of interpretations of this event. Most of them have Jesus floating up in the air just above the disciples. He's wearing a long white robe kind of flowing in the air and he's radiating with golden light. But there's one image by Salvador Dali that's quite different and stuck out to me. I know it's gonna be hard to see from where you are, but I did print the biggest image I could, and there's also a copy of it on the back, so you can check it out when you leave today. But in this picture, you can't even see Jesus' face or any of the disciples. The only thing that you see, you standing. it's like um, you see his feet, and that's the most prominent part of the photo. It's as if you're standing with the disciples looking up at Jesus' feet dangling in the air. Jesus' feet are the most prominent part of this image. Those feet that walked all over the countryside. Those feet that led him to people in need of healing and learning and feeding. Those feet that led him to people in need of hope and justice. Those feet that walked with the disciples and that led them to new life and new adventures. And that's where the story of where the book of Luke ends, with the disciples looking up toward heaven, worshiping with great joy. But it turns out that with God, every ending has a new beginning. Right there at the beginning of the next book, Acts, the ascension story is told again, but this time as a beginning story, not as an ending story. It says, as the disciples stood there gazing up toward heaven, two angels appeared and said, "Why do you stand looking up toward heaven?" In other words, stop looking up. It's time to look out. What has ended has given way to something new that is a new uh, that is just a beginning. So I invite you now to think about another image, with thanks to Pastor Heather Hinton who first brought it to my attention. Maybe you remember the movie Mary Poppins. The first one, not the second one. At the end of the movie, Mary Poppins flies off into the sky held up by her enormous black umbrella. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying that Mary Poppins is the same as Jesus. But stay with me here, okay? The Banks family had been living in chaos and dysfunction, But after Mary Poppins' time with them, the kids had been restored to a full and happy childhood. Mr. Banks had found joy in being with his family again. What was once broken had been made whole. As she floats off into the sky, Mary Poppins gazes down at them with a gentle, loving smile, knowing that they don't need her anymore. What has ended has given way to a new beginning. In the Ascension, as Jesus is blessing the disciple, he gazes down at them and knows that they are ready to go on without him. He's shown them God's love for the whole world and sends them out to be witnesses to these things. Love, justice, forgiveness, freedom. As one blogger put it, the absence of Jesus makes room for the possibility of his presence through his people. In other words, Stop looking up. Start looking out. What has ended has given way to a new beginning. And so here we are, charged with being Christ's body in the world, called to be his eyes that notice those who are marginalized and oppressed, called to be his laughter and joyous spirit with those who celebrate good news, called to be his tears crying with those who suffer, called to be his feet on the ground sharing his light and love for everyone. As we move from the Easter season to Pentecost, we pause for a moment on this day to celebrate the mystery of Christ's ascension to be seated at the right hand of God. Jesus does not abandon us, but empowers us through the Holy Spirit to be his body in the world. We are invited to look for new beginnings, not dwell on the ending. Stop looking up to heaven to find the Holy One and start looking out, for Christ is among us now in bread and wine and in this community and in the love and light that we share with others. As St. Teresa of Avila summed up in her beloved poem, Christ has no body but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands. Yours are the feet. Yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Christ has no body now on earth but yours.